From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, Logan, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And here are your hosts. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. And I'm James. And welcome to episode 95 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I am your host, Jason. And once again, I'm here with my co-host, Cody and James. What's going on, guys? Hey, what's happening? Is I'm, anybody I'm else ex- having like a very weird deja vu episode? Deja vu. Uh, I'm experiencing the same thing. Yeah. yeah, it seems like we just did this like 10 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> uh so uh, we're gonna try it again. We're gonna we're gonna spare you the long stories we had earlier. Just say we've had a busy last three weeks, so yes. that's why we haven't recorded. Uh, we were talking about everything that we've been going that's been going on the last three weeks, and we realized that uh, somebody didn't hit record, and that somebody <laughs> is me. So yeah, the rest of us aren't granted such power. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we were we were talking about what we had done the last couple of weeks. Uh, Cody had a lot of concerts he went to. They went camping. Uh, we tried to re- we couldn't record basically, and then uh, James said, "Hey, you guys, uh, are we recording?" So <laughs> so there it is. Uh, we are now. We are now. First time we've ever done that. So 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 uh, we just we just condensed ten to fifteen minutes down to a yeah. minute and a half. Yeah, Cody so, saw Imagine yeah. Dragons. Cody saw. Macklemore, uh, Cody saw Daughtry. Cody and James went camping. It was really, really wet. Uh, Audrey got stuck, uh, but they made it off the mountain. And uh, here we are. So here we are. Here we are. Episode well, now 95. We're ready to talk some Disney. We are ready to finally talk some <laughs> Disney. Um, so let's just get into it. Uh, normally, it. normally, I save the sad stuff for last, and it's kind of a bummer going into the movie. So I'm going to gonna mention the sad stuff first. And the then we'll talk, stuff. we'll talk a little bit about some Disney stuff. Yeah, Pat Carroll passed away. Oh, on July thirtieth, twenty twenty two. What did she? Did it say what she passed away from? Uh, did you see Cody? Uh, the only thing I saw oh, is that she died num- in her home. Pneumonia. She died of pneumonia in Cape Cod, Massachusetts, at the age of ninety five. And if you don't know who Pat Carroll is by name. You would recognize her voice as the voice of Ursula. Poor from the- unfortunate souls, so sad, in need. This one wants to get the girl. This one wants to be pretty. And do I help them? Yes, indeed. So that was Cody, not Pat Carroll, but he did a pretty <laughs> good impression. Really tell the difference. I mean, <laughs> it was so hard. I was like, she, she's back. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, she was the voice of Ursula in The Little Mermaid. Um, and the, the article I'm reading here said, and sang Poor Unfortunate Souls, which is ironic because Cody was singing that. Um, she said it was her favorite role, uh, one of her favorite roles of her career. And then she reprised the role later in like the Kingdom Hearts video games, uh, spinoff television series, uh, the Disney theme park attractions, 
Uh, she also voiced Ursula's sister, Morgana, in the direct-to-video sequel, Little Mermaid 2, Return to Sea. So, Did you guys ever see that YouTube video? I think she was at some sort of convention or con, uh, and someone gave her the script to the ghost host at the Haunted Mansion, and she read it in her Ursula voice. As Ursula. I want to say that sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, let me see yeah. if I can find it. Yeah. So I'm sure if you YouTube Pat Carroll ghost hosts, uh, it'll, it'll come up. And then somebody else, I don't know if she had any Disney, uh, Disney connections. Uh, Livy Newton, John passed away That's yesterday I was, too. I was just looking that up to see yeah. if she had any. Uh, yeah. I don't, here, so I found Disney the role. Did, yeah. Did Olivia Newton, before I play this, did Olivia Newton, John have Disney credits? Yeah. If you don't know Olivia Newton, John, she was in probably most famous for Greece. On the uh, Disney wiki, it says Disney role. She was Amy Miller in A Mom for Christmas. I have no idea what that is. Probably a direct to TV movie or something. And she has an album where she covered the Pinocchio song, When You Wish Upon a Star. I'll have to find that because that's one of my favorite songs. Yep. So, well, all right. That's all she's got. Yeah, she died. They did. They, they didn't really say a cause of death. I know she'd been battling breast cancer for like thirty years. Oh wow! Right? So, um, but I don't. I don't know if they officially said that was her cause of death. She was only seventy. What seventy three? So yeah, yep. Um, so there you go. The sad portion of our episode. Yeah, that really was sad. Yeah. Now Cody's gonna share something if you found it on YouTube. Yes, I did find it on YouTube. I'm just trying to get scroll past the jibber the jabber at part. the beginning. Yeah. yeah. The jibber jabber. Jibber jabber. Well, while you're are you scrolling past it, I can bring up my next topic because it's not gonna be that long. And it um, kind of yeah, and I'll make yeah. Go ahead and bring up your next topic, okay. and I'll make sure I've got this where I want it. All right. So I was going to bring up next that uh, today is the anniversary. It would be the fifty third anniversary of the haunted mansion at Disneyland, uh, August 9th, nineteen sixty nine. Uh, it opened up, uh, and if you we did an episode about the haunted mansion early, early on, episode sixteen, uh, where we talked about the fiftieth anniversary of uh, the Haunted Mansion, episode 16, titled Welcome Foolish Mortals. But uh, I've got a Disney Parks article from a couple years ago. Let's see if there was any facts in here. It is actually, they started building the attraction in 1961. The exterior was completed in 1963, but it wasn't um, an attraction until 1969. It sat there for many, many, many years just as a, uh, haunted house looking thing. There was a sign in the front that said, uh, notice all ghosts and restless spirits post lifetime. Elises are now available in this haunted mansion. Don't be left out in the sunshine. Enjoy active retirement in this country club atmosphere. The fashionable address, uh, address for famous ghosts, ghosts trying to make a name for themselves and ghosts afraid to live by themselves. Leases include license to scare the daylights at a ghost, visiting the portrait gallery, museum of the supernatural graveyard, and other happy haunting grounds. For reservations, send a resume of past experience to the Ghost Relations Department, Disneyland. Please do not apply in person. So originally the ride was going to be a walkthrough, I believe, mm-hmm. um, with a ro- a Rolly Crump designing a lot of the, like a museum of the weird type um, 
attra- or, uh, exhibits. Uh, some of his stuff was eventually put into the Haunted Mansion, but it became a, an actual ride. And Haunted Mansion is probably one of my favorite rides. Yes. Uh, you got to go on one. it. You got to go on it when you're there. Uh, and then when we're there, it'll be uh, when we're there in September, whether I'm there with you guys or when I go two weeks later, a week and a half with Marsha, it'll be uh, Nightmare Before Christmas overlay. So, Which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead, Cody. Were you able to pull it up? I was. I've got it ready. All right. Go ahead. Let's see if we can hear it. That's pretty good. So yeah, I just happen to have, I I happen to have this loaded up is the very, very beginning of what what she was saying. Welcome foolish mortals to the haunted mansion. I am your host, your ghost host. (laughs) So welcome. We don't want to hear it again. (laughs) (laughs) See, I was listening to that today, so. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, she, she passed away. She will no. be missed. 95, 95. That's, that's, a, that's a good that's life. That's a long time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's a, so, good, that's a good age. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see what else, uh, which James and Cody were mentioning this earlier. Every year at Disneyland, they have Christmas. So <laughs> guess what Disneyland announced this year? The dates for their Christmas season. Uh, so if you're going between November 11th and January 8th of 2023, you'll get to see Christmas at Disneyland. So I know a lot of people on Facebook that when, it, when is Disney doing Christmas, Christmas? And it's normally around, I mean, I've seen November 11th. I think, think I've seen November 12th, you know, it, it's going to be around the first week, week and a half of November. Uh, so yeah. they, they, they removed the, the Halloween overlay, Starting after, well, I think after they close Halloween night, yep, they start removing it. There may be a, some some remnants here and there that they haven't got to, and then Christmas is starting to go up, and then officially starts November 11th. So, yep. we went last year at Christmas time. That was cool. Um, and this year, I think, because uh, Marsh and I were supposed to take a trip out in no 
April, last April, mm-hmm. but we had to cancel it because she had to fly down to Vegas. Um, so we're trying to use our plane tickets possibly to go in the beginning of December, just us two for like two days. Nice. So we'll, we'll, we'll get to see Christmas again. So cool. Um, and we're going to use our magic keys, which brings up the next topic. Ooh, magic do you keys. got news? Uh, the news I have is there is no news. <laughs> they, are, <laughs> they are still not, they haven't announced anything as far as I know. Uh, I know it's it's a it's a hot topic on social media because people's passes or magic keys are starting to expire soon. Yeah, uh, I know you, James, you're good to October, I believe. Yep, uh, I'm good till February. Uh, but there are some people who have expired and are expiring this month. Um, some of the Coming reasons up here for in a couple weeks. Yeah, exactly. Some of the reasons for it could be due to that that lawsuit. Um, yeah, I was reading an article by. Mice chat, I think that was talking about that. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so that could be uh, one of the obstacles. And I, I, I read the same article and they were talking about the possibility of maybe uh, like the top two tiers of the keys, not being able to be renewed yet until that whole lawsuit gets figured out or solved. And then possibly the lower keys, people op- opening those back up and having like, if you, which key do you have, James? You have like the dream key or whatever. The dream key. Yes. Yeah. I've got the enchant key, which is the third level down, uh, letting people that have expired, uh, top two keys possibly renew with the lower key and then giving them the option once they do bring back the top ones to, to, yeah. to, uh, you know, do them. As I was reading the article, it made sense as far as why it might be taken. Because I saw another thing mentioned that they were saying that they're real close to working out the details. And I remember reading that and thinking, how in the heck are they not? How are they saying they're close to working out the details? It's been a year. How do they not have the details working out? But then I read the article by Mice Chat, and it made sense that that because of that lawsuit, and I think that they thought that they were going to be able to settle that lawsuit or get it dismissed outright by it not having any substance to it. But then as I was reading the article and they said that, you know, the judge actually said that there is merit to the case and so right. it can go forward, that that's making Disney kind of say, well, wait a second, we really need to make sure that we don't end up with another big, huge problem yeah. and make sure that we're covered legally before we go forward. And I thought, oh, you know, that actually makes a lot of right. sense before that. I didn't think I was like, come on, the lawsuit has nothing to do with it. But since a judge has ruled that there is some merit to it. And since Disney really doesn't know what the outcome is going to be. Yeah. I mean, that, that does make a lot of sense that, Hey, they need to make sure that they're covered. So. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's going to be months um, before anything really happens with, with the, with that trial or that case, I should say, rather than trial. Um, I guess the current stage of that case is that they're trying to, whoever is um, whatever team or whatever uh, is, is kind of heading it for whoever filed this lawsuit. They're trying to turn this into a class action lawsuit. Yeah. um, Which takes um, time and things like that. And it's got to go through certain stages in order for it to be, Come. It's got to go through a judge that uh, will grant it um, to be able to be a a um, 
class action lawsuit. So, and that's going to take months. And then if, if it passes that step, then it's going to be months before it ever sees a courtroom after that point. So it does make sense that Disney's wanting to cover themselves on a legal standpoint with all of the fine print that nobody ever reads. Um, so that way they don't open themselves up to another incident like this where somebody could potentially say, Hey, this isn't cool. Yeah. You know, you, you sold me this pass that has no blockout dates, but yet I can't go any day that I want because, you know, it'd be one thing if there weren't any reservations available, but if I were to buy just a single day ticket, I could get in, but I can't with my $1,500 pass. Um, so they're trying to avoid that again, but it, to me, I don't think they're going to wait until the conclusion of this lawsuit, whatever that may be, whether it's some sort of settlement or courtroom hearing. Um, Yeah. I think that's why they brought up possibly opening back up the lower level ones because those, you know, there's blockout dates and you know, there's certain times you can't go. Yeah. I think even with the second level one, there's blockout dates, I believe. Uh, Yeah. All of them, except for the top tier. Right. Right. And then the second one I believe is just, like the week of Christmas and the week of New Year's, maybe spring yeah. break. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and it's just a couple, two, three weeks that are right. blocked out. But there's definitely yeah. some blockout dates there. Right. So we will see. I know working working at a courthouse. Uh, I know these type of civil trials can take. They could take years to go before a judge. I mean, I sat in one a couple weeks ago that was it, this. It has started in 2013. So, and it was just seeing a courtroom in 2022. So, uh, they can get lengthy, especially if, you know, and I'm sure Disney will try to settle with the person. It just, yeah. The last thing Disney wants is for it to actually end up in a courtroom. Sometimes even, I mean, you see, you see cases where you say, oh, they settled. That means they were guilty of something. No, it just, most of the time it's cheaper just to settle. Uh, you know, you save all your legal fees and court fees and, um, you know, you may settle for, you know, $500,000, but it would have cost you 6 million to take this to court and do all that stuff. So you're saving money. Well, uh, and I think a lot of people, um, when they hear the word settlement, they automatically think some sort of cash payout that the, somebody is receiving some sort of funds money, Right. but a settlement, like, especially in a case like this with the annual, the, the magic key, the annual pass system, a settlement could be some sort of compromise that would include the creation of a magic key that was a truly unlimited, no blockout date, right. not um, restricted by reservations. Um, Cause that's the thing. That's not necessary. It's the blockout, but it's how the reservation kind of doubles down on the blockout. Yeah. And I don't know what this person was asking for, you know, as compensation for her sh- struggles or whatever you know i think the 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 monetary amount was fairly low because i think the person or her attorney for on her behalf made some sort of statement in the beginning that this this wasn't about the person seeking a monetary gain from disney it was but then i think something just to cover her court costs her attorney fees Months down the road, you see, I want $1 million. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. And then everybody lady. laughs. And then she's like, oh, $1 yeah. billion? <laughs> I would yeah. have been happy just with a lifetime supply of chimichangas and churros. 
Give me that. I She's won't like, just, just give me one of those gold passes that yeah. I can just wander in whenever I want and we'll yeah. be good. Yeah, so we will see. So the news is that there really isn't any news. Uh, you know, so, the people that keep chiming in with all their – like I saw one guy put on there. He posted his chat. He's like – just got off this chat with a cast member about annual passes. And then you read it and it's like, it's him asking because I guess there's, I don't know if you call it a glitch or just unfortunate timing or whatever, but some people's apps are showing a renew when button. They get their thing, a renew now button. And so yep. they click on it thinking, well, I get to renew, but like the instant somebody saw a renew now button Everybody knew that it's just a glitch and no one can renew. But then this guy, like four weeks later, says, oh, I just had this chat with a cast member. And it's <laughs> him talking about renewing. I've clicked the renew now button. What are the why can I not renew? And it's like, come on, guys. Yeah. I'm alone, people. Come on. Um, every time you say the news is that there is no news, it, this keeps popping into my head and I haven't mentioned it yet. I'm not sure if it was, well, today's only Tuesday, so it was probably last week sometime. Um, somebody reported that you can no longer get the magic key embroidery oh, yeah. um, on your hat yeah. or your clothes. <laughs> that they deleted it from the system completely is what they said. <laughs> like it's it, not even in the system to embroider it on anything, right? That's what all they said. it is is a simple download back to the machine. The, the way the person phrased it was was silly, but the, the was the that their evidence that the magic key was never coming back? Is that what they were trying to imply? It just or? fed into speculation that why would they get rid of the option to embroider your hat or your clothing item with the magic key logo if they weren't planning on continuing the magic key program? Now, you know, meaning that the future of annual pass will now yet again be called something different, but why get rid of it across? It wasn't just like one store. Apparently it was, you can't get it embroidered anywhere anymore. It's just, it's no longer an option. Mm. So, but speculation, but they did come out later that that was not true. You could still get it embroidered in a lot of different places. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, you didn't see the follow up to that. Yeah, no, there was a no. big, there was a big blowback to that because as soon as that came in and it started hitting all the different social media, like 15 minutes later, someone's like, "Well, I'm over here at the Mad Hatter and they're willing to put it on something for me right now," and they're like, oh. "What?" And so they started looking at it and it's like whatever store they initially said that they couldn't do it at was no longer offering it, but there were several different stores that were offering it, but they did change things a little bit, like they would only do it on a hat or the mouse ears or something. I'm not sure of the particulars, but oh, before the end of the day, there was more details to that saying you could still get it embroidered on certain things on most at most of the stores. Oh, so interesting. Yeah, yeah. I didn't catch the follow up there. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, thanks for following up with that. Well, thanks for being here to listen to the Disney news, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure there'll be some more coming out from officially from Disney in the next couple weeks. Hopefully. Yes. So yes. I mean I'm fine. I'm fine till February. So uh well, I'm fine till October. See. I'm sure yeah. there'll be something that happens. And if not, I still have a couple three day passes and a couple one day passes. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm covered for a little while. James, when, when was the last time you went to Disney? Was it for the grad night reunion back in like yes. June? It's been a couple months at this point. Yeah. Are you okay? Are you feeling well, all right? Yeah, like I'm two little, months. I'm, like, I'm a little shaky. A little like yeah. a month and a half, maybe. Yeah, you know, like when I drink <laughs> my water, I'm like, uh, <laughs> spilling water all over myself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so let's see, what else? Making sure That's you're all right over there. Yeah, I know. I'm, yeah. I'm not scheduled to go again until September. I, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> you're going to go a whole month of August without going, huh? I know. Crazy. Crazy. What's this world coming to? I was going to go this weekend, but, you know, decided, hey, let's get my wisdom teeth pulled instead. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) My sister's actually going to be there on Friday. So if I hadn't scheduled my stupid wisdom teeth to get pulled, I would have made an impromptu visit down there so I could have seen her while she's down there. But, you know, and who knows? Wonderful thing called rescheduling. Yeah. Yeah. Your teeth will still be there. I've I've been rescheduling for thirty years, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Giving your wisdom uh, teeth is not something you typically do at the age of forty eight or forty nine. <laughs> and then there was something else mentioned in the article, which kind of would be I don't know, might like it, but said they could just end park reservations to you know, and then just go back to the old annual pass program. Yeah, they could, so, but. I, I don't think, think it's too beneficial will. to them to have yeah. the reservations and stuff. So they're not going to. They're getting so much good data off of that. Yeah. They don't want to give that up. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So that's all the big Disney news I have. I don't know. Do you guys have anything else before I do my last uh, little topic about a Disney plus show that I watched? Um, um, let me see. Let me look at my notes. All right. Take a look um, at your notes. Yeah. No. Oh, I got to tell you about a dream I had. <laughs> oh yeah. You, you had mentioned that earlier. Yeah, so is we're it, not, is we're it not, a is it is it PG or do we gotta do PG, I gotta find a sensor PG, button? It's PG rated. Well, PG, I mean, PG plus. Whatever I'm talking, I know you've got your finger on the on the sensor button just in case. <laughs> let me let me go get it. Let or, me go or, down. You're, or you're holding the pen to write down the timestamps. You time, know, when uh, you go back and delete stuff. <laughs> uh, so, so we're you mentioned at the beginning. I mean, everybody missed our ten minutes of talking about our camping trip out there and and out on the mountain and all the rain and everything. So, but anyways, there was one night that I had this dream and it was so vivid and it was about <laughs> Disneyland. And I woke up at like four o'clock in the morning and m- me with dreams. I don't I don't dream a lot. Or at least I don't remember dreams. I, mean, I think they say that everybody dreams like a million times a night or something. I don't know. But I don't remember dreams. And I got into a habit a few years ago of when I have dreams, like the first thing I do is I grab my phone and start typing the details of the dream because I always forget, right? Like right. If, you, if you ask, what are your dreams about? Like I, like, I don't remember. But anyways, like four o'clock in the morning, I wake up on the mountain <laughs> I have this crazy dream. I was like, oh, I got to put the details down to this because it was, it was, I remember it being funny and stupid and crazy. And Jason, you were there. <laughs> and Cody, you were supposed to be there. <laughs> I got so, that. So I have to go to my, I have to go to my notes because I was thinking, oh, I got to, I got to tell them about my, I got to tell them about my dream. It was, it, this won't take long. So, let me just tell you, let me get my notes here in a place where he's I can setting read. the scene for us. Yeah. yeah, I'm setting the scene. I'm setting the scene. So woke up, it's like four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh, I pick up my phone, I put down these details. <laughs> so it seems so real though. For some reason, Jason and I, we were at Disneyland 
and it was for the opening of of some event. Like we were there, and Cody was supposed to be there, but for some reason he they forgot won. to invite he was, me. He was no, I think it was I think it was like typical, like he was late, like he just didn't show up on time. Oh, typical! Like I'm always late. Come on, <laughs> typical. The, the funny so, thing is, I am usually a very a uh, prompt, timely person, but for whatever reason with this podcast, I'm usually always five minutes late. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> At least five minutes late. So anyway, so this promotion, like it reminded me of uh, the thing that Cody, that you and Lucy did with, you remember you guys did that Jungle Cruise th- thing where you went down and you saw they the gave us those and, stupid hats. Yeah. 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 So it was like a promotion for Jungle Cruise or I kind of felt like it was a haunted mansion or a mix of the two, but they had retooled this ride. And I can remember vividly, like Jason and I are like walking to it and we're talking about how excited we are for this ride. And it's in the Indiana Jones section. It's in there, there in, in uh, Adventureland area, right? It's, it's in that area. And we got it. And sorry, I haven't read my notes since I did. I, I wrote them for that night. Cause I wanted to kind of see. So I've got a lot of misspelling things here. Cause I'm like, half asleep at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so, so we go into this ride and it was like a big, a big area like Indiana Jones and it was a water ride and there was these big rafts like Grizzly River runs, but it was like even bigger. So it was like 10 or, or 12 people. And Jason and I got into this thing and we we're the only ones in this boat. So we're sitting, for some reason, we're sitting like right next to each other on this <laughs> Big old boat. Holding going hands. Through this yeah, no, we weren't holding hands. <laughs> and uh, like, I just remember we were going through this ride and we were having the best time. Like we were laughing. And for some reason they were making a big deal about how they had photo pass photographers throughout the ride. So as we were going down, people would be like popping out and we'd be yelling and waving and, and all this stuff. And people were taking pictures of us. And then at the exit, there was like this big art gallery that was like underground underneath the ride and you'd go in there and they had shirts for us. So we went in there. Um, sorry, I'm looking at my notes again. We went to, Oh, so anyways, they gave us a shirt and for some reason I had one of those security tags on it. Right. So we had to go back in there to get the security tag out. There's a big old long line of people and there's a lady next to me. She had a credit card. She'd been sitting there for a while. Her credit card got declined. I, I, it, this is now I'm looking at my notes. I'm like, man, this is a stupid dream. I don't even know why I'm talking about. It. <laughs> Sounds like we had fun on the ride, though. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Someone slipped a Hershey's candy bar into my bag, and they tried charging me for it. And when I mentioned that, or when one person mentioned, the two cashiers looked at each other and they're like, "Oh, so that's what happened." And I was like, "What the heck are they talking about?" And anyways, we just did this. We had this great time, and someone tried to slip a candy bar in there. <laughs> And Cody was late, and there were <laughs> photographers everywhere. But this ride was fantastic, so I just had to share that because it was a lot. Wow, of fun. a mix of Indiana Jones and and Jungle and Cruise and Haunted Jungle Man. Cruise Haunted Mansion. I can remember the the shirt like had like like one of the uh, uh, like one of the not the idols, but one of the statues in in uh, Indiana Jones. You know, like the Buddhist statue, not Buddhist, but you know, whatever. So yeah. Anyways, it was a crazy wow. dream. I've been wanting to share it with you for several weeks now. And That's now that awesome. I read it, I'm like, this is really stupid. So I'm like, really a Hershey's candy bar? But yeah, that's what I put in my notes. So <laughs> I mean, but, but yeah, it was I mean so it was so candy. real that you're yeah, you just had to write everything down. I mean, it was like yeah. someone actually they were they were trying to get you for shoplifting. I don't know if anyone does dream interpretation, but <laughs> 
I'd be interested to know what the heck that dream meant. Yeah, what does the Hershey in a, in his bag mean? Yeah, what is that? What is? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So, anyways, we'll there's there's my Disneyland news. Jason and I had the time of our lives on this mysterious ride, and then I got yeah. accused of shoplifting. Huh? I wonder so. what the ride's gonna be. <laughs> when you said eventually, I'm thinking, oh, we went to the opening of like Swiss Family Treehouse when they bring it back, or whatever <laughs> they're gonna do at the tree. <laughs> But man, it was real. I thought it was like, I thought it was yeah. happening. Like I woke up and I was like, what the heck just happened? Yeah, I should, I should start writing down my dream. Cause I'll, I'll have a dream and then I'll, I'll, I'll wake up and I'm like, oh man, that was a cool dream. And then I'll fall back, fall, fall back asleep. And then when I wake up again, I'm like, what was I dreaming about? I don't, Ooh. I don't remember. So I, I need to write it down. Yep. Uh, I, there have been times where I've been dreaming about something and nothing in particular. And then I'll wake up, whatever, get a drink of water. I'll go back to sleep. And then. When I wake up again, I feel like I went back into the same dream. I don't know if that's possible or if it's just me remembering the first, you know, the right, first time right. I was dreaming. But it feels like I go back in and the story is continued. Like right. it's weird. So <laughs> part two. Yeah, part two. The, the sequel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. Awesome though. I want to go on the ride. Yeah, it was a fun ride. Yeah. I don't remember much about it, but they took lots of pictures of us and we were. We were hamming it up. That would be cool, like on Pirates, if they had people jumping out and taking pictures on the ride. That would you know, be. Or just, just any ride, you know. Uh, yeah. So, did it have a lap bar? That's what Cody's wondering. He's <laughs> like, maybe maybe it didn't have one, so he didn't want to go on it. He's like, I'm not going on <laughs> yeah. that without no lap bar. That's probably what it was. <laughs> you got me once with Splash. You're not getting me again. So, <laughs> so that's so, all I got. All right. So Cody? dream. Any all crazy dreams? All right. Uh, I did well, want to share. Well, I did have a crazy dream, but I don't remember what it was now. It wasn't <laughs> Disney related, but it was crazy. And I remember it being crazy. And at the time, like when I woke up, I was like going through all the details. And now I couldn't tell you anything about right. it. Because you it need was, to write it down. I guess so. Mm-hmm. I, need, I need to have a dream journal next to me. Yeah. Just your phone, right? You sleep with your phone by you on the night, night stand or Are something? Are you kidding? Just no, that, that, how do you think you get cancer sleeping with those things next to you? <laughs> That's how they listen to you at night. <laughs> I've already got Alexa doing that. I don't need my phone doing it too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was looking something up the other day. Oh, we went to top golf uh, last weekend. Right. And so I was talking about top, top golf. And then now every other ad on my, on Facebook seems to be about a golf lesson here or golf clubs or <laughs> that dang phone is listening to me. So, all right, so the last thing I do want to bring up, a new uh, series on Disney Plus that I watch called Light and Magic. And if you're a fan of Star Wars, uh, it's actually, it was Industrial Light and Magic was George Lucas's uh, special effects uh, studio that he built. Basically, when, when he was doing Star Wars, they didn't have anybody that could do the special effects that he wanted. So he started hiring uh, you know people to do the special effects. Um, and it, it, it's I believe it's six episodes, but it takes you from you know, the start of industrial light and magic all the way through now and all the, you know, started with just his intention of doing star Wars movies. But then, you know, between the years where he was writing the next star Wars, they would, they would rent out the, whatever the studio so that other people could come in and make movies, you know, like Jurassic park was done there and, you know, all kinds of crazy special effects stuff. And, um, I, I knew, I kind of thought I knew this, you know, where Pixar came from. Uh, I knew it was, 
before Disney bought it, I I, I want to say it was uh, you know the, Steve Steve Jobs was involved in it, mm-hmm. and uh, but it was actually cre- I didn't know it was I or I forgot it was actually created by George Lucas. It was a computer system to do special effects for live action movies, and all the all the people there wanted to use it for animation. We want to do anim- animation. He didn't want to do an- an- animation. He wanted to do live 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 action stuff. So he, so in the show he talks about he ended up selling. And and the name Pixar came from because he named the computer system Pixar. Uh, I don't know if it stood for something or not, but he said he he ended up he didn't want to do an, an animation, so he ended up selling it, and he sold it to a guy named Steve Jobs. Uh, and then obviously went from there. Disney uh, you know ends up buying Pixar, and then Disney ends up buying Lucasfilms, and you know it ends up all in the same same hands at the end. So, but if, if you like Star Wars, if you like special effects, uh, it's very interesting. Uh, uh, I think, I think you two would enjoy it. Um, yes, I would but, like to watch it. Yeah. And it's, it's not, it's not a, it's not, they're, they're not very long. I want to say 30 minutes, maybe an episode. It's on my list of things to watch. Yeah. Right after Shrek. But that list is sometimes <laughs> hard to navigate. <laughs> So yeah, industrial light and magic. Um, very interesting. So, and I know that doing star Wars, I guess they had put it together and they had hired these people to start doing these special effects. And, you know, they had to, they had to build camera systems and all kinds of stuff. Cause they, they didn't, it wasn't available. And George is off filming star Wars, all the live action stuff. Uh, I think overseas, I think it was in England. And then when he comes back, they have like one or two scenes filmed of special effects. And he said he was pissed because he thought they should have been, you know, in this year they should have been farther along, but they had to develop all the, all the systems and the tech and and the tech to do it. So that's what they had been doing mm-hmm. up until that point. And then, I mean, it ended up working out and, you know, they started in uh, Southern California was at Van Nuys, I think in this little industrial complex, which is where they got the industrial. We're in, a, we're, we're in an industrial area and we're doing stuff with light and what we're doing is magic. So, uh, but then they ended up moving up up north, and uh, most of the people went with them. But uh, yeah, check it out, Light and Magic. Um, cool. So, and I think they showed. Have you guys seen? I think it's Poltergeist. Have you guys seen that movie? Do you remember uh, from back in the eighties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess the scene at the end where the house gets sucked like into nothing. Mm-hmm. They showed how they did that. It's very, very cool. Cause they were, they were trying to figure out how do we do this? How do, and they're like, well, why don't we just explode the house and then like just put that in reverse. But they're like, no, that that's not going to work for, we want the house to kind of disappear into nothing. And it was like this tube, they built the house sideways and then this like vacuum tube where they just started sucking the house into this little tiny hole. And that's, that's how they got the effect. And it was just in, interesting how they don't have a way to, we, we have no idea how we're going to film this, but uh, let's try this and let's try this. And then it ends up, uh, ends up working. And, uh, you know, eventually Lucas sells it for a lot of money. So, yeah, that was, um, a, that was a freaky movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> James has seen that, seen that one. one. Have you seen that one, Cody? It, no, I have not seen that one. I, I'm not. Is it on your IMDb list of movies to see? Poltergeist? No, no, no. it's oh. not. It's not my preferred genre. I'll I'll say that. Mine either. Mine either. But you still, I think you got to watch Poltergeist. 
Speaking of which, we just went and saw Nope last weekend. Yeah, that's Nope. That's a Nope for me. <laughs> it actually wasn't really that scary. Yeah, I heard. I, I heard it was a well-made horror movie, though. Yeah, it's more. I mean, it, it's in the horror category, but it's more of a psychological thriller. Oh, okay. More so than a horror. I mean, it has horror elements for sure, but um, yeah, I, I've actually liked all of Jordan Peele's movies. Um, uh, Get Out, Us, and now Nope. Yeah, um, they've all been very well made movies, in my opinion, for not really loving the horror genre. I just I don't like yeah. the 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 demonic, the uh, possession and dolls and right creepy children like ghosts i think I the last that. the la- when i was younger like te- teenager i'd watch like the nightmare on elm streets and the friday the 13th but uh i'm not a huge horror fan i think when i was in the military working out in the missile field one time they all wanted to watch the conjuring so i was like, all right i'll watch it with you guys and that was no. yeah, yeah, yeah that no it was uh yeah it was yeah <laughs> Yeah, about no. <laughs> so, but I watched it with him, and it was freaky. So, I'm yeah, I'm not a big fan. Uh, but I will watch Nightmare on Elm Street because to me, that's like comedy horror. It's not really, yeah, because I guess at the time it was made. So, so yeah, that's all the Disney news I got. Check out Light and Magic. There's a bunch of other stuff coming on on Disney Plus that I was going to talk about, but I forgot what that was. So, uh, check out Disney Plus for anything new. So, well, I do have um, Disneyland in September. Have you guys see that they start off? Have you seen that they started offering that photo package where you can mm-hmm. reserve a? F- they did it at Disney World. They were doing it at least at the beginning of the year. I don't know how long. Oh, you been. talked about it a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. you can actually pay some money and you get like 20 minutes with the photo pass and basically yeah. they'll take whatever pictures you want to. So I was looking and they had reservations open. So Thursday, September 8th, when we're there for D23, we've got a time slot. So we got to be ready to take some pictures. So, so where do they do that? Is it by the castle? I think so. I think I was reading the thing. Like I, my impression was they kind of took it out in front of the castle, but I don't know because I just briefly read through like the, you know, the thank you welcome email or whatever. And it says something about meeting in front of Mad Hatter, which is in Fantasyland on the backside of the castle. So I don't know yeah. if it's back back there that they take them. I have no idea, but we'll find out September 8th. So that, that lead, lead leads begs that leads me to beg the question. Anyways, that I have a question. <laughs> That's a long way to get to. I have a question. <laughs> I've been meaning to ask you because we talked about it forever ago. And at the time you were unsure, but maybe now you have a clearer idea, or at least now you have a point to where you have to be down there by. But my question is, when do you plan on getting down there Thursday? Cause last time we talked about it, you were unsure because of work and things like that. If you would get there, um, early yes. enough to even spend time in the park on Thursday or not. Yes, that is a great question and I'm not sure okay, exactly, cool. but now that I've made this reservation, I made it for Thursday because I figured that was the best day to make it so that it didn't, you know, we're not over at D23 and trying to figure out how to get over for some 20 
minute photo shoot. So I did it for Thursday. I think it's in the afternoon, early afternoon, one thirty, one forty-five ish, somewhere around there. Okay. So for sure, I'm going to be down there by then. But I did. I have started thinking that I need to look and see if I can either extend my hotel reservation and get there a day early because I started thinking, you know what? I would rather just drive down there Wednesday and be able to sleep in and wake up and go to the park whenever and not worry about driving and traffic and all that stuff. So yeah, I haven't looked into it yet, but right now my goal is to try to figure out how to, even if I drive down, even if I have to work till seven o'clock and I drive down afterwards and get there at midnight, I think I'd rather just be down there Wednesday night. So right now my plan is to try to find a hotel room so I can get down there Wednesday night. Okay. All right. Oh, I are. F- I mean, if you're down there, uh, obviously, um, if you get down there Wednesday night at some point, uh, our flight, Tyler and I, we get in, I think it's at like eight thirty, eight forty five in the morning down there mm-hmm. at, uh, John Wayne. So cool. Sweet. I'm excited, man. It's, it's officially, you know, we're 30, 30 days out now. Right. Do you so, guys need to ride from the airport or what are your plans? Are you planning on taking an Uber? I think, or I think that's why he brought it up. Yeah. I, I just realized <laughs> I, I, was, I was just like, you know what? I think I might've like just missed a cue there. Well, and I, I, sure you, I don't miss it. I, 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 I was kind of winking. He was like, <laughs> I was about to say it, but then you had just mentioned, you know, maybe sleeping, sleeping in. in. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, it's, it's a 15 hey, we're gonna minute. We're going to be there at 830. Oh, cool, cool. We'll see you. We'll see you when you get there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Let us know. Go, let us, even if I don't let us know when you park in the morning, I can sleep in. Hey, by the way, we're coming in at eight o'clock. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you were up and you felt like it, that'd be great. But I mean, it's a 15 minute Uber ride. It's, it's really not bad at all. Tyler and I yeah. split the cost on it. I'm right. not really concerned about that because then you could spend that extra 30 minutes to an hour sleeping in. We're going to go to the hotel first anyways to hopefully check in. Cause I've requested an early check-in and right last time in February, they were able to grant that and we were able to just go straight to the room and drop off bags. So then we could just meet you at the hotel and then just maybe all head in together or something. Well, we'll definitely talk about it between now and then I'm looking at hotels.com right now. And it uh-huh. does seem, I know that weekend is kind of busy because of D23 as yeah. uh, Jason has been finding out. Um, but it does look like Wednesday night is not too bad. The hotel that we're staying at, the Hyatt, it looks like there is a room available. Um, so I think if I just call them, I could probably just ask to check in a day early and they could just tag it on and I'd be good probably. to go. Yeah, I, I would do that. Yep. Sooner rather than later, if that's what you're thinking, because even then, yep. if you need to shorten it as it gets closer, you know, you, you know, you could do that without losing your room because they've got yes. you blocked in there anyway. Yep. So and we got to get a hotel. I'm going to start looking for a hotel for Jason. Same, <laughs> same place. I'm going to start looking for a rate. I'm going to call him. I'm going to say, hey, I need an extra room for my brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. Let's move on to uh, our main topic. Okay. Uh, if you have been following us for the last year and a half or so, we've been watching all the Disney animated feature films, starting with Snow White and working our way through the entire catalog. And we are currently at number 39, which is the movie Dinosaur. Uh, it was released on May 19th, 2000. 
Uh, it follows a young iguanodon who was adopted and raised by a family of lemurs on a tropical island. After surviving a devastating meteor shower, they find a new home, or they try to find a new home, befriend a herd of dinosaurs along the way on their journey to the nesting grounds. Uh, unfortunately, they are being hunted down by predators that are called carna- carnotaurs. Carnotaurs? Carnotaurs. Um, Sounds carnotaurs. Right. Kind of resembles a Tyrannosaurus Rex. And I think originally they had thought about using the Tyrannosaurus Rex, but Jurassic Park, I think came out around the same time. So they switched it up. That's if I, if I remember correctly, um, had a budget of 127.5 million. And at the time was reportedly the most expensive computer animated film at the time. Um, Opened up to mixed reviews. I do want to bring up, it was number one, in the box office, the weekend it opened, it beat out Gladiator, made $38.8 million in that first weekend, and it was the third best opening ever for a Disney movie behind The Lion King, and at that time they had acquired Pixar, so Toy Story 2. Uh, it would stay on top of the box office until the following week when Mission Impossible 2 beat it out. Um, made about $350 million worldwide, although not considered a flop because it didn't make money, but the high production and marketing costs meant that it kind of was close to just breaking even, I guess, at the point it it said it made $198 million in sales. So, um, I have seen that this is only probably the second time I've seen this movie for our, our review. I probably watched it when it first came out, uh, probably in the theater, I would have been overseas in England. Uh, but I don't think I've ever seen it since then. So it was, I was kind of excited to watch it, but then at the same time, knowing that it's not one of the more popular ones, I was kind of dreading it at the same time, uh, hoping that I enjoyed it. Uh, and I could tell you, I, I probably enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. Uh, yeah, it's got a you know, decent story. It's computer uh, animated, the dinosaurs and stuff. All the all the scenes, though, were actually live, live action shots that were then uh, – I guess blended mm-hmm. in together with the animation. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the animation I think was pretty good for the time. They could, you know, if they made it today, it would probably look a lot better. I think uh, it is 22 years later. Um, the, the music, I, I don't remember anything really uh, stand out with the soundtrack. Um, but overall, I, I, I kind of, I, I mean, I enjoyed the movie. It was a good, I watched it, so I've actually watched it three times because I watched it last week when we were talking about recording, and then I actually watched it again last night before I went to bed. Um, so uh, didn't really the movie didn't win any awards that I see besides some nominated for some Annie Awards, but um, some some what awards? Annie Awards. Annie Awards. Yeah, it, yeah. I don't know what the Annie Awards are. Uh, huh. it just says Annie Awards. Given by the International Animated Film Association, so they're animated awards. Oh, um, so sounds like something they made up just so that they could give themselves some awards. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. Um, so yeah, there you go. What do you guys think of Dinosaur? Um, go ahead, whoever wants to go first. Cody, you first or me? Um, I don't care. I can go first. Go for it. It's the first Um, time seeing it, Cody? 
No, um, okay. definitely not. Uh, I believe I had this movie on probably VHS as a kid. I remember watching this movie as a kid. This came out in 2000, so I probably was still a little too young to have seen it in theaters because I would have only been uh, three. You wouldn't even been. It came out in May of 2000, so, so you wouldn't have been, been three yet. Two and ten months, so yeah, I doubt I saw it in the theater. Um, I do remember watching this as a kid. I remembered liking it as a kid. I have these weird memories, and maybe they're f- completely fake memories, but I feel like I remember this movie not being received well by the general public or being like a flop or something like that. But then based on what you just said, it doesn't sound like that was the case at all. So I don't really know where I'm conjuring those memories from, but watching I mean, over time it hasn't been considered one of the, if you look at a list of the top Disney films, it's normally in the bottom, the bottom, you know, 10 or so. So, Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed watching it more than I thought I would going into it. Now going into it, I remember liking it as a kid. So I wasn't dreading it or thinking I wasn't going to like it, but I found myself being pretty well engaged in the movie actually and interested in the story and where it was going. Uh, there were moments where the animation in my opinion was lacking, especially where this is kind of one of the first movies they did with the computer animation. Well, maybe they had been using computers for a while, but, but like the the more 3d style computer animation rather than the flat 2d. And so there were just scenes like, especially scenes like where it's, I don't know, maybe my system was just having issues, but it seemed like, they were trying to like emphasize certain scenes. Like it was like dramatic and it was like they were trying to do like slow-mo, but it just seemed like the frame rate just like dropped out of nowhere. And it was like (laughs) super rough looking. Um, It was was, buffering. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) It was a slow Um, internet connection. I don't know. It was weird because it was like, it was fine. And then all of a sudden it seemed like it was, intentional but it was just real choppy looking um because it it almost seemed like there were some scenes that looked like they were like the background or even the foreground but just then some of the nature elements looked like they were shot with an actual camera that they were using that they were layering the animation on top of like an actual they were camera background yeah yeah um and sometimes that i felt like that worked nicely and sometimes i felt like it didn't work all that nice. Um, so uh, the animation could have been better, but granted it was 2000. So as far as the story goes, I, I liked the story. I was engaged. Not really. This wasn't a musical, so there's not really songs to talk about. Right. Um, but I mean, overall, I enjoyed it. All right. That's, that's what I have to say about that. First time seeing it, James? First time seeing it. Uh, All right. More than likely the last time that I'll be seeing it. Uh, <laughs> wasn't great. Wasn't horrible. Um, not my favorite. So I'm watching it, and, and I I know zero about this movie as I start watching it. Like, I didn't look it up. I didn't I, – I, I know nothing about the movie as I'm watching it. 
And you guys both touched on a point that just really got me irked Uh like early on. Like I'm watching it and I've talked about this about some of the other movies. Like this is what the 39th Disney's animated feature. So we're watching this and it's like, man, is this anim? Like I'm watching it. I'm like, is this animated? Like the background looks like that looks like actual running water. I'm like, if that's animation, that's amazing. But I'm looking at it, I'm like, there's no way that that's animation. And so I'm watching it, and I'm like, so I immediately pull on my phone and say, is this animated? And, and you know, they talk about how the backgrounds are, are live action, and, and they, they do the animation on top of it. And for me, I just am instantly irritated because this is an animated feature, but it's not. <laughs> these elements of live action in there and i'm sure that i've talked about this in some of those earlier ones too like uh, i don't know uh, saludos amigos or the three caballeros <laughs> or whatever like they want to have the different live action things and to me it's just like i for me I, and I, i'm fine with mixing the two like one of my favorite movies is peach dragon which is live action but it's got the animated dragon in there but to me I don't understand why Dinosaur is on the list of animated features, but Peach yeah. Dragon isn't. I mean, if you're going to mix the two, I mean, and I think we might have even talked about this in the past, that maybe it's the percentage of animation versus live action, whatever. I'm just not buying it. For me, it just puts a wall up right away that I just am like, like, it was tough for me after that because I was like, ugh, it just turned I me I have off. to do some research, but I can. I found some stuff that says, I don't know if the, it was actual live action scenes. The, what I'm finding is the backgrounds they say are superimposed photos of exotic tropical locations. Yeah. So I don't so know. I don't, I don't know if they actually did. Sounds like, like, a like bunch you of- said, the water was, was not, and I don't, I'm not sure. I, I, I would have yeah. to research that more, but I'm not sure either. Cause I've read a couple different things like it and yeah. I'm reading it and I'm like, what the heck are they trying to say here? Like it was it or wasn't it? It's just a bunch of, Jibber jabber, as far as I'm concerned, to to borrow a term from Cody, jibber jabber. <laughs> so, anyways, initially, very early on in the movie, like I have a hard time coming over, getting over that part of it, right? Because I'm just instantly irritated with with that, which I know I'm close minded and a fool, whatever. But that's kind of my initial thoughts of it. And then as I'm watching the movie, I'm like, you know what? It's okay. It's not great. It's not horrible. And the whole story, you know. I thought of Tarzan while towards the end of this movie. And the reason I thought of Tarzan is because if you listen to our episode a couple episodes ago when we reviewed that, I remember thinking and being so impressed with the start of Tarzan that they tell this whole story about how Tarzan and his parents get marooned on this island. And like, you know, all this story about the, uh, the gorillas lose their, their baby gorilla. All this stuff happens in like the first five minutes. And I feel like dinosaur, like towards the end of it, I was like, you know what? They could have just told this whole story in like five or six minutes, maybe 10 minutes, and just done like a quick little, like a great song to it, like they did at the beginning of Tarzan, and then like actually told a real story. But to me, it's just like real drawn out, real predictable, real unoriginal. And so I just didn't love it because of those things. So hopefully I don't sound like a jerk, but (laughs) if I do, you know. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, 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 that's fine. So, so sorry, I might sound a little too passionate about this, but I, you know, 
There was a few things <laughs> I wanted to. <laughs> there's a few things I saw on Internet Movie Database that I wanted to bring up before we talk about our rating. Um, it says uh, in order to separate this movie from the Land Before Time. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Oh yeah, I grew up in Land Before Time. time. Yeah. Uh, that was from. It was actually made in 1988. Um, it says this movie was intended not to have any dialogue at all, so there, there was going to be no talking uh, yeah, to try to separate it from the two made for a boring uh, movie. But Michael Eisner, head of Disney at the time, insisted that they include uh, talking. Um, the original opening shot was going to show a meteor moving through space. Um, so instead of how the opening we have now um, of the the egg, you know, falling into the water and then b- being picked up by the bird and then taken over to wherever the lemurs live, um, it was going to show the meteor going through space, but they said it was too identical to the opening shot in Armageddon. So they changed it. Um, and then some of the voices from the movie, um, I wanted to bring up one, uh, Kron. Do you guys know who else, what other character Kron? And I'll tell you, I'll tell you the guy's name and it might, it might give it away. Samuel E. Wright. Um, Sebastian Mm-mm. from the Little Mermaid. Yeah, he was Sebastian from the Little Mermaid. Wow. He was he was the the one of the the lead dinosaurs, I guess, that were leading the pack across trying to make their make their way out to he their the, uh, the yeah the the brother of the love interest. Yeah. Of uh, what what was his name? The Alidor. So. So yeah, that was dinosaur. Um, dinosaur. Dinosaur. So you guys want to share some ratings? I do have one or, other rating. Or maybe dinobore. <laughs> Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely not going to be at the bottom of my list, but not going to be at the top. No. Uh, it was. It was interesting. I, I, I asked Marsha for a rating tonight. She's. Like, I never seen it, so uh, I'll see. I'll see if she'll she'll check it out. Well, uh, but let's share our ratings first, and then we'll get to other. Hopefully, okay. it scores above Fantasia 2000 for James. Oh, uh, well, what was my rating for Fantasia? Oh, 25? It was, it was, yeah, it's, above, it's above that. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, I didn't hate the movie. It was it was okay. I mean, yeah. I just, you know, I the couple things that I talked about, I just get kind of worked up about. So. I mean, not, I get I, it. Yeah. I, we, I, 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 I apologize. They're not oh, all masterpieces. No, no. <laughs> Sorry, I just have to say I apologize for Jason's sake. <laughs> oh, you mean you apologize? apologize? No, I, I apologize. You just, you just apologize? I just it's apologize. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to add some censored out words here in a second. <laughs> nah. All right, so let's get to our ratings. I, I'll go first. Uh, okay. Get, get mine out of the way. So, um, wasn't bad, wasn't. You know, like I said, it's not a masterpiece. They're not all masterpieces, but definitely not the worst one I've seen. Uh, I give it a 70. 70. 70. 70. C minus. Yeah. 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 That just, just barely, barely passed. Just barely got a C. Yeah. Nope. So who's next? James? I gave it. <laughs> A 62. 62. All right. Not too far off. So we got a difference of eight so far. It's not too bad. Yeah. 
Cody, what say um, you? I give this an 87. 87. 87. Wow. Ooh. Cody's ringing up the average. So we got an average of a 73 with a difference of, what, 25 between the high and the low? Yeah. Nice. Is it 25? Yeah. Uh, 72, 82, 25. Yeah. So where does that put Dinosaur on our list? I'll have to do a little sorting here. Our combined ranking, it puts us at 26. 26. So 26 I mean, out of the- 39? Yep. So right between Oliver Company and the Great Mouse Detective? I think so. Well, all right. Not bad. All right. I do have a rating from Amber, my sister. She had never seen it before. Uh, she still hasn't watched Fantasia 2000, so she says she'll watch that this week. And Don't do it, Amber. Give me a rating. <laughs> That's the only one she's missing. So she's Amber, we're she's going to watch save two hours of your life that you will never get back it was Don't only an hour. Watch and, it. It was like an hour and fifteen, wasn't it? No. Yeah. Oh yeah. Only... No. The original Fantasia was two hours, yeah. and this one was an hour. That's one of the problems with it. So, Amber, <laughs> we're going to save at least sixty to seventy-five minutes of your life right now. <laughs> Don't do it. Just yeah. say no, no to Fantasia two thousand. Whales do not fly. That is our. That is our. Public service uh, announcement specifically for Amber for this week. She's still going to watch it. All right. So uh, she sent me a text tonight. She said, we just finished it. I'll give it a 78. It was my first time seeing it. She said it was good, uh, cute, but mixed with scary. Uh, she asked her daughter if she liked it. And she said, not really. It scared me. And then she asked her son and her son said it was super scary. Super scary. So Super like the, I guess the, the, the asteroid hitting and then the fighting with the, you know, they, they are being stalked by those little, I don't know what those little creatures were called. And then the carnotaurs. And so, uh, they kind of, those little creatures kind of reminded me of like, uh, like the raptors from Jurassic, Jurassic. world. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that what they're supposed to be? I, that's what I would have pegged them as. They were a little skinnier than the Jurassic franchise raptors, but I don't know what else these would have been if not. What were raptors. the what were those things? What were they called? Velociraptors. I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, because the list of creatures in this film, Velociraptors, is one of them. So yeah, that's probably what they were. Yeah, yeah. All right. So what do you got, James? For oh, so yours? I asked Brianna, and Raylin was in the room. I asked Raylin. Raylin gave it a ninety. She really like likes this 90. movie. Yeah. Is that her first rating? That is her first rating. So well, then let me add her name yep. in here. I keep asking people for ratings, and they just kind of look at me and just keep walking. Like, yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, so, you know. So Raylan gave it a not. You said a ninety. A ninety. You should just All start right. putting it in people's rent agreement. <laughs> Must watch movie and provide rating. <laughs> there you go. That's uh, not a bad idea. All right, and then Brianna. Brianna gave it a 63. 63. So she's right there with you. Yep. This was she a little before me- her time. Yep. Not to be confused with the land before time. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, if you have watched Dinosaur, any other, other ones we've talked about, or the ones we're going to talk about in the future, and you want to share your rating, we will add them to our list. Uh, you can email us at talkingdisneypodcast at gmail.com. 
uh, we'll get some more ratings. Uh, I know I'm going to tell you, Cody, uh, you better contact yeah, Amy I'm, and Rush. Yep. And next they week. better be giving us a rating for our next one because our next animated feature film is going to be the 40th by Disney and it's Emperor's New Groove, which I think is their favorite movie. So, yeah, at least favorite uh, Disney movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, I'm excited to watch this. I I've recently watched this within the last month, so I'll watch it again, but, um, it does have, it, it, I do like the emperor's new groove. Um, so we will, we will talk about that next episode. So have you seen it, James? I have not. You'll uh, like so it. We got a first time. Yeah. You'll like I'm looking it. Looking forward to it. Yes, I think I will. So I mean, it's got David Spade's hilarious. So, uh, is it John Goodman? Is he? Yeah. Yeah. He's one of them. Uh, he's the, um, I forgot his name. What's his Um, name? Poncho? Poncho? Yeah. Cause yeah, he's the one who finds him or whatever. Let me look up the, um, Nepper's New Groove. Yeah, you got John Goodman as is it Pacha or Pot? Pa, it's P A C H A. Pacha. Pacha. David Spade as Emperor Cusco. You got Patrick Warburton, which I love as Kronk. <laughs> um, so, yeah, good uh, movie. Eartha Kurt as Yzma. Uh, so, wrong lover. Yeah, they, they didn't incorporate that into a water ride at Disneyland. People or were Disney saying that somewhere. if they were going to change Splash Mountain, that they should have changed Done it to that. Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what we'll watch next episode, um, and then we'll talk about it. Sweet. So, Sounds good. All right, well, that's all we got for Dinosaur. We got one last. Uh, we got Cody's Corner to do. We're going to skip Disney A to Z, but... Uh, uh, let's get into our last one. Here we go. Let's do it. Cody's Corner. Come on, gather round. Cody's Corner. Where nobody wears a frown. Cody's Corner. And... Welcome. I just got to say, I love that song. <laughs> Thank you, James. Thank you. you are welcome. <laughs> uh, all right. Now you can begin. All right. I never, like, I, I don't know if I'm supposed to wait for that. Because I don't want to just sit here in silence if you're not going to do it. So then I gave it a couple seconds. Then I start speaking. Then you play. It's it. going like, to be random every time. Yeah. I'm going to wait till you're halfway through. And I'm always waiting because I'm thinking I'm going to say it, but then Jason plays the soundbite, so then I don't say it. Yeah, Jason's just screwing up everybody's time in here. Yep. Uh, no, that's perfect. on purpose. Keeps that's us on, on our toes. All right. All right. Well, it's all yours, Cody. Welcome to Cody's Corner, where we talk about whatever the heck I want. Uh, that's essentially what happens here in Cody's Corner. Um, each episode, I give James and Jason a question, a discussion topic. Sometimes it's trivia. Sometimes it's uh, current events related to Disney. It could be anything. As long as it falls under the Disney umbrella, it is fair game for me to ask them or talk to them about. Um, this episode uh, with... Uh, some of us, hopefully all of us, uh, will be attending D23 in exactly a month from now, 30 days from our recording date of August 9th. 
We will be attending the D23 Expo at the Anaheim Convention Center. And as of, I believe today, earlier today, August 9th, D23 has finally um, published their panel schedule. Now, previously, within the last month to two months, they've kind of put out a couple of articles highlighting different panels that you can expect to see or attend during the convention, but there hasn't really been like a comprehensive list or schedule of all of the expected panels. Um, but as of this morning, they have now curated a nice little chart here um, for the schedule. And so I was thinking, hopefully, hopefully this works out and that we'll have at least three episodes between now and the D23 Expo, and for this episode and the following two episodes, uh, my plan is is to go through the scheduled panels, uh, just kind of their name and and maybe a brief description if it sounds interesting, for all of the scheduled panels for each day of the D23 Expo. Now, the, D, the D23 Expo is three days long. It starts on Friday, September 9th, and goes through the end of the day on Sunday, September 11th. Now, according to the schedule here, there are one, two, three, four, five stages or halls or conference rooms that they are going to be doing these panels in. So there are five different locations where they're hosting these panels. Um, and they are using all five of these different locations throughout the day, each day. So those five stages as they're calling them are hall d23 premiere stage backlot stage walt disney archives stage and the hyperion stage so starting on friday september 9th um let's see it looks like our earliest one starts at 10 a.m and it's called uh, on the Walt Disney Archives stage, it's our first panel throughout uh, any of the halls for D23. It's called Sounds Delightful, an Illustrated Audio Adventure. And that runs from 10 to 11 on Friday. Um, also, Friday morning, we have the Disney Legends Award Ceremony, which if Jason is able to go, I know he will eagerly be awaiting... I that I think that's the one. If I don't get to go, I'm going to be the most disappointed about missing. So. I guess it is the 35th anniversary of the D Disney Legends Award ceremony. Um, it will feature um, our loving uh, Disney CEO Bob Paycheck. That's um, what I'm excited to see. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also have at 10.30 uh, from the Backlot stage, an inside look of the Society of Explorers and Adventures, which I guess is, I think, kind of more of a thing in, in Disney World, but it's not really well known, and they kind of incorporated it a little bit into the, uh, the sprucing up of Jungle Cruise here at Disneyland. Um, the description on it, if, if you're unfamiliar with the Society of Explorers and Adventures, it says an inside look at the continuing development of the Society of Explorers and Adventurers, 
what it means at Disney parks and how these stories continue to grow while Disney Imagineers are joined by author Julie Kagawa to talk about her first two books in a series of novels that tie into the lore of SEA, which is Society of Explorers and Adventurers. So I guess if you are interested in knowing more about that, you can do that. Um, and there's also a Simpsons panel at 1045 on the premiere stage. Let's see, going further down into the day, uh, there's a panel about ABC's Home Economics, which I guess is a show on ABC. We have, and Jason is probably going to be interested in this one too, if he's able to go. It's called, the panel is called Disney Four Scores Podcast Live Celebrates Marvel Music. So I know Jason has mentioned the Disney Four Scores podcast before. Are you a regular listener of that, Jason? Not regular. I When I come across it. Gotcha. Yeah. So they'll be doing a live um, taping, I guess, of that podcast with uh, composers of Marvel music. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see what else do we have that looks interesting uh, at 12 o'clock on the archive stage. There's a lot of interesting stuff on the archive stage, which I know Jason is particularly interested in um, at noon. Um, there's a who is honored with a window on Main Street USA. So they talk about Main Street windows at 2 p.m. Uh, a very 90s afternoon special with the all new Mickey Mouse Club. Um, there's a 4 p.m. panel uh, that, again, uh, they bring in the the Disney legends that had been uh, awarded with that uh, Disney Legend Award earlier that morning. And so now they're doing another panel with them where they can talk a little bit more about their careers. At 6 p.m., they're, they're bringing in Walt's personal plane that has been in, in storage, really. It's been sitting out in a field. Uh, in Disney World, outside of Animal Kingdom, they're bringing that plane uh, to California for the D23 Expo. Um, I'm sure some of us may have seen pictures of it sitting out in, in a field outside of Disney World, but they're bringing that plane um, to California for the Expo for people to take a look at that, so that should be interesting. Uh, a couple of different National Geographic panels... And there's also Friday evening on the main hall D23. They're doing a, a studio showcase uh, celebrating the magic of Disney and Pixar. Well, you'll be able to get a where they're going to announce future projects and show you potentially trailers, if not just title announcements and uh, tentative release dates and maybe some concept art for some of those upcoming projects. So that's kind of our, our lineup for, uh, for Friday. Nice. Have there, they haven't D D 23 is when they're, they'll announce the legends right there. There haven't been any leaks on who it's going to be yet. Have there? I remember a few years ago, I think it was 2019 it was right after we started the podcast or maybe not right after but 
that year later that year because we started in February. So um, I think whenever it happened in 2019, there was an article that came out about the who was going to receive that honor for that year. But I can't right. remember if that came out prior to the um, the convention or not. Okay. So I guess we'll have to look out to see if they make an announcement on who it is that will be receiving the award this year prior to. Yeah. Friday, while you were September talking, 9th. while you were talking, I was trying to Google it and, uh, I couldn't, I can find, I found an article that says, you know, these are the seven people we think should become Disney legends, but nothing, nothing official. So, gotcha. um, yeah, let's see some of the names on here. It says, while this year's inductees have not been announced, we have some ideas on who should be honored. This guy, Robert A. M. Stern, I guess he's an architect. Uh, Michael Eisner. Hmm. says, time to bury the hatchet, people. <laughs> when Michael Eisner, <laughs> Disney's former chairman and CEO, took, who took Disney from a small family company to a global media juggernaut. Uh, there you go. Susan Harris. Uh, I guess she was a, uh, she a director or something. She does some stuff. Lynn Manuel Miranda. Oh, yeah. He's, I, I think, I, I think he, I think he can wait a little while. I think there's he's some, Disney, he's Disney's new music man. Yeah. Yep. He sure is. Yeah. Michael Giacchino. Uh, he's, he's a composer. Uh, Joe, how do you, I, I, I don't, I don't know how to, is it Joe road, Joe road, Rody? He's the Rody. He's the guy, Rody. He's the guy with the big earring in his left ear, uh, had a lot to do with, um, Disney's, uh, with the, the animal kingdom, animal kingdom. He was basically the lead. Yeah. Imagineer yeah. on that entire park. He is retired, I believe from the Disney company, but he was in a lot of the, uh, Imagineering story. Yeah, so. I think he just retired at the end of last year, or earlier this year, fairly yeah. recently. Yeah, he left. It says he left during a series of mid-pandemic layoffs and now works for Virgin Atlantic while still consulting on some Disney stuff. And then Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, he's Incredibles, Incredibles 2, uh, I, the Marvel movies, obviously, Star Wars. So I think there's time for him too. There's yeah, he should have a little time. So we'll see. We'll see. They need to bring him back for another, uh, either his own show or starring in another season of Obi-Wan or something. He needs to come yeah. back to star Wars. Yep. For sure. All right, so that's all you got for Cody's Corner. Cody, you good? That is it for this week. All right, so next week we'll take a look at day two, Saturday. Saturday, which I think will and be, see what, uh, I think will be a little bit more exciting. Which if if I do get to go, Saturday is the day I won't be there because when I purchased tickets, they only had Friday and Sunday available. So well, if you are, if there, I do end up going, if Saturday you, will be the day I'll be hanging out in Disneyland. Well, so, if you do go. Sunday is the parks panel. So, right, right. Number one, you're going. Number two, 
<laughs> Saturday when you're at Disneyland. I'll see if I can get one of those photo pass photographer 20 minutes just for you. So you can just have like, you have your own little photo. <laughs> just have my own little like, photo shoot. <laughs> Come on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be awesome. People Turn to the be left. looking at you and be like, <laughs> Turn to the who, left, Jason. <laughs> who is this guy? He must be somebody important. <laughs> Uh, you have to worry. I thought about going going with you guys and have you guys dress up in like the like the outfits that they escort the people around the the VIPs. Oh, and have have uh, people wondering who the who the heck I am. So. Yeah, I could dress up as a plaid and coat you as a female. <laughs> I don't know. Plaid. If they, I don't know if they'll let you in, but <laughs> I don't think they would. We can walk around downtown Disney like that. There you so. go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, before we get out of here, let's, uh, let's share some social media with you real quick. Uh, if you want to check us out more than just a podcast, you can go over to Facebook, like us there at Talking Disney Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Talking Disney on Instagram. We're at Talking Disney Podcast. Email us, TalkingDisneyPodcast at gmail.com. You can share your thoughts about the movies we've talked about, the, the news we've shared. If you want to share... Uh, your thoughts about the movies or if you have things that you would like us to talk about uh, give us a give us a shout and check out the website www.talkingdisneypodcast.com where the show will be loaded prior to making its way out to all the various streaming services so that is all i got guys for episode 95 looking forward to episode 96 yes Um, do you guys have any any last minute alibis I do not. not uh, Cody. Me. All right. Well, uh, like we say every episode, thanks for checking us out, taking the time out of your day. Yes. Thank you. Or night to listen. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, like I said, if there is something you want to hear, uh, shoot us an email. We'll talk about it. Yep. Um, as long as it's Disney related. Yeah. We'll do it. A- Disney owns pretty much everything, so yep. it's, I'm sure you can you can find you can tie it to Disney some way. Seven degrees of Disney. Yep. So we, we can, can even talk about sports because Disney owns ESPN. There you go. There you go. Perfect. See, I didn't know that. I, let's talk about sports. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew that. All right. Well, let's get out of here. So we're going to try something new. Let's see if this works out. So until next week or next episode, we will talk to you later. Bye-bye. See you real soon.
is your future's ready to shine. It's just a matter of time before we learn how to fly.